Hey everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, happy Monday to everybody. It is a Monday, and uh, the market is uh, moving nicely. Um, the um, It looks as if the NASDAQ has started to retake some of the lead, which is great, because that's the kind of stocks that I like to trade. Um, you know, and uh, that is a very, very good thing. We have uh, NVIDIA has been doing great today and uh, so kind of let's both out uh, further ado let's get into some of the slides so there we go all right so basically oops there we go so basically what's happening is yeah, there we go the market is in a confirmed uptrend which is a great thing because when the market is in a confirmed uptrend, that is, you know, when there's money moving into the market and not out of the market. So that's a very good thing. Um, I just re I just today in my main, one of my main portfolios went all in in cash. So I haven't been all in cash in literally since February. So that is a good thing. And uh, what's happened here is there's a very key level on the NASDAQ, this 14,000 level. And it looks as if, you know, we have just gotten to this 14,000 level. So this is a very good thing. Now, the, the Dow has slipped a little bit. It's down. And the S&P is down. But the NASDAQ, kind of where, you know, many of the stocks that we like to trade are, you know, it is doing very, very well. So that is a very big positive. Um, you know, that's a very big positive today. I just wanted to kind of show you some of the stocks that are breaking out. Here's an interesting one. I went into this one this morning. It's Corsair Gaming, and uh, it's sort of been a meme stock. Um, you know, we don't know quite exactly, you know, how or why, but uh, it definitely is in there. It's up $6 today, almost 18%, which is amazing because it's only about a $38 stock. So it's not a very expensive stock. This is an IPO um, relative, you know, that I've talked about before, but it seems... Let's see if I can get my... There we go. I think I can get my... Um, my my camera back here. I lost the sound here for a second. So basically, the stock I'm talking about here is the Corsair Gaming. It is kind of a peripherals company that makes uh, peripherals for the gaming, you know, for for computer gaming. So it's a pretty cool stock. Uh, it's it's essentially moved very very strongly. It's got a composite rating of 91, which is absolutely amazing. I came into the stock. Uh, this morning didn't you know not the not necessarily the greatest entry I think I was in there about 35 but I'm up today in this one what's what's really exciting about this one is look at this volume it's 4,885 percent now I don't know what's causing that but I tell you what tonight I'm going to be setting my stop loss up that's for sure um, because it could pull back you know it could pull back but uh, very nice little gains on this one so this one's breaking out today Corsair Gaming something that you might want to take a look at uh, I have another one kind of the stock of the day and this is the IBD stock of the day I as you know everybody I follow the investor business daily very closely because uh, uh, many of the top traders use it, and I use it definitely. Not saying that I'm necessarily top trader in the world, like you know the likes of uh, David Ryan or something like that. But I do pretty good by using the uh, analysis that's provided here. Um, the probably a stock that you've heard of. Uh, you know, I've definitely heard of it. It's called Crocs, of course, and they make these plastic you know, clogs that people really like. That's great for gardening, uh, by the way. I mean, I'm sort of into that gardening thing. 
And I don't have any, but I'm going to probably get some because they're, they're great for that. Um, you know, the interesting thing about it is that there's a, there's a 110 buy point on this. It's currently 102. So this is actually actionable right now if you're interested in a stock that seems to be doing very well. It's got a 99 composite rating, and there is essentially a buy point on this one right now. Uh, it's it's uh, The emerging pattern on this one sort of is a flat base, not necessarily the greatest um, the greatest pattern out there, but it's a good pattern, and uh, they're basically uh, doing very, very well. So Crocs, C-R-O-X is the symbol there. Um, one I want to show you, another one that's kind of really interesting to me, anyways, I don't have this one currently, but uh, I am looking possibly to, to get into it just because it's just functioning so well. It's Magnolia Oil and Gas. It's a small E&P company, and the E&P area has just been doing fantastic as of late. Uh, I have had several several stocks in this. I've sold several of the stocks that I that are up over 20%. Typically, that's my rule. I typically like to sell when I'm at 20 to 25%, or at least reduce my position, play with the house money. Um, and, but this one looks like it's setting up very nicely. Magnolia Oil and Gas not a not a terrifically expensive stock, fifteen sixteen right now. Um, it's not up a lot. It's about two, up two cents, but it's just looking the charts looking good, everything's looking good um, with it. So this is something that you might want to put on your watch list, possibly even to buy. You know, again, I'm not totally um, um, uh, saying that this is going to be the one, but uh, definitely something that is is of you know a lot of interest. So. Uh, definitely kind of take a look at this one. Just kind of want to show you what uh, my shares are like right now. Um, these are, these are, oh, I'm sorry, I guess I, I guess I changed that. No, um, these are stocks that are at the new, at their new high. I just kind of wanted to, uh, to, to show you. Of course, NVIDIA is in there, and of course, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I have a large position in NVIDIA. It's up. It's up about 88 cents today at about 719, looking pretty decent. Uh, volume's off a little bit. I'd like to see the volume a little bit better. Of course, we talked about Magnolia. Google, I have a spread on this one. Very nice spread. I'm not in EPAM Systems. I, I, this is an interesting one to me. Uh, and I'm also not in DAVA as well. Um, Academy Sports and Outdoors as well. Academy Sports doing quite well, but the volume's down a little bit. So that kind of wraps up everything. Just wanted to tell you, of course, about our special Discord service. And a lot of people trade along with us. Uh, in our in our special Discord service, and it's a it's a kind of a cool thing. Uh, it, it's it's kind of cool thing. I'll just kind of give you an a look see, kind of at it. Um, let's see if I can, let's see if I can pull it up here on the screen. All right. So let's see if I can pull that up. Yeah, there we go. This is kind of what it, this is kind of what it looks like. We're sharing. Oh, you know, hopefully, yeah, there we go. This is kind of what it looks like. Uh, here, you know, we, we basically do a chat on, you know, what's uh, what's working, what's not working, and uh, you know what the buy zones are. So it's kind of a fun kind of, kind of a fun thing. Um, and uh, if you're interested in it, of course, um, you can just go to the bio and a link uh, at the bio uh, you, you, to take to take a look at this option. By the way, if you're on TikTok. Super duper easy. I'm showing charts and everything like that. Super easy to get a look-see at this. Just go to this address, uh, youtube.com slash floor. And also, if you want to get on the action trailer, it's very, very easy to do. All you have to do is go to my profile, click the link, and I just need the first and last name, and uh, we'll, get you, we'll get you started on the action trailers. So without further ado, let's get to some of the 
um, the thoughts and comments and, and that. And I think Dinesh is first up today. Thank you. Um, Jim, thoughts on KOPN. Interesting. Okay, well, let's see if I can give a good um, answer for KOPN. So let me just pull this up. And by the way, I'm using MarketSmith, which is a very good piece of software. Unfortunately, I don't get any any remuneration for saying so, but uh, I do I do think it's excellent. Uh, it has a lot of pattern recognition and other nice things as well. Uh, and just a, it's just a overall very good. It's a little bit little bit on the pricey side, but um, I think sometimes it's well worth it. It's K K O P N. There we go. KOPN, is that right? Conoco? No. Did I get that right? No. All right. Had a missed call. KOPN. There we go. Let's see. There we go. All right. So now we're starting to see it. Let me share out the screen. All right. Well, let's take a look at uh, you know take a look at this one. Well, it looks as if it's interesting. A semiconductor equipment company. I like that area. Uh, it's definitely moving up. The electronic semiconductor equipment area is 55 out of 197, which is looking good. Let's see. I want to kind of see. Let's draw a reversal line here to see if we definitely have a reversal. So yeah, we absolutely do. This is the beginning of a reversal. So I'm going to set an alert on that one. As you can see, we've moved above that reversal line. So that's a good call there um, that, we have, that we have moved above this line. This is the reversal line. What I'm doing here is I'm going from the high through the, through the intermediate high to where it is currently trading now. And it looks as if it's peaked right above that. So this is, a, this is potentially viable. Let's take a look and see kind of what the checklist looks like. Um, okay, well, it's 55. Normally, I like to see it 80 there, but uh, in this case, um, let's see. Okay, so earnings per share off. I, okay, so it's a little bit off the off the high and the current price, and it's not okay. So really, it it falls down in two areas, but this is why a reversal might make sense for this one because, oops, I've just okay, keep it crossed crossed below. Okay, so this is very interesting. What has happened here, that when I drew this trend line, it was above that, and it pulled below that. So basically what's happening is it's having trouble moving beyond that trend line. So here's what I would say to Nash on that. Um, I don't think it's just as ready to go uh, based on the fact that it can't move past this trend line. If it moves decisively above this trend line, then I think it's a buy. I think, I think, for, I think for it to be a buy, you really have it has to be basically at about $10. Uh, basically right about there. And the reason I think that is because it needs to move through this, this area of resistance. Believe me, I'm not the only one that's, that's drawing a trend line on this. And it looks as if this is, this is an area of resistance. It's still very strong, relative strength of 99. But, and I want to point this out, the trend, the, the, the trend line, this is the this is the um, this is the relative strength line has been higher. It's been higher back in February, and of course February was the time when most of the stocks, especially in the 
NASDAQ reached their high. So this is this is not recovered, obviously, from it. Now, I want to look at the leadership in this group to see, um, you know, where where what we're talking about. So we're talking about number 55 out of 157. So let's take a look quickly at that particular group. I'm going to go down here to the industry groups, and then I'm going to go to the group ranking. And the group ranking on this is one is is um, is 55. So let's go right. Oops. Let's go right to that group. Right. This is the. Oops. If I can get it right. There we go. This looks as if. Yeah, it's right there. 55. Okay. So, so what are we what are we looking at in this group? Well, let's see. Let's see if it'll let us. Okay. So basically, these are the leaders. UltraClean is the leader there. Uh, it looks as if the one that you want is Data AIO, interestingly enough. And this is one, yeah, this is out of the buy range, unfortunately. But this one might be one you want to take a look at, Dinesh. And this is Data IO Corp. They, they are basically do semiconductor, you know, they're in, they're in the same space, the electric semiconductor equipment area, but it, it has a little bit better chart than KOPN. So this is one that you might want to put on your watch list. I also like the relative strength line better on this one. It's making a new high. I like that. I like the fact that it's above this consolidation. So here's what I, w here's what I would say on KOPN. Um, I, I agree with you. KOPN does look like it's ready to move above the $10 mark, but you might want to take a look at this other one, Data IO, because it has a stronger chart and it is it is set up a little bit better now typically stocks below ten dollars carry a higher risk and the reason that they do of course is because of the volatility is magnified so a little move can make a lot of difference in the volatility so that's one of the things you have to be a little bit careful when you're buying stocks below ten dollars typically when you're buying stocks below ten dollars you're going to have to set the stop losses instead of at seven percent you're going to set them at ten percent that that uh creates more risk uh, that, that, that creates a little bit more risk for you but um, you know that's that's but uh, you know this we're at the beginning sort of, of a movement I think and this might be a good opportunity uh, to you know potentially get um, you know some some good names like that so definitely take a look at that one data IO um, you know I think it might it might uh, it might be at the beginning of a move it's a relatively small stock so you know it doesn't have as much um, there's not as much there uh, with it to, uh, you know, there's not there's not as much of a of a float. So that's you got to be concerned about that because that can move a stock very much. But uh, this this one data IO, you might want to take a look at it, Tanesh. Um, and uh, symbol is D A I O. So thank you very much uh, for that one. Let's take a look, Gunner. Oh, TSMC. Okay. Well, you know, of course, everybody knows TSMC probably. This is the largest um, um, foundry in the world. Um, it's uh, it's traded on the symbol TSM. Okay, it's uh, they manufacture pretty much for everybody. Uh, it's a very significant company strategically, of course. Uh, here's the here's the chart on it. Currently, you know it's it's in this consolidation range from about 107 on up to about 142. So it's at the lower end of the range, but it it looks like it is moving upwards. Now, the question is, do we have a reversal on that? I want to take a look. 
let's draw the reversal line. I'm just going to try to draw the reversal line. You know, I would say that we probably do. I didn't quite draw that right. Let's see if I can get that better. Yeah, okay. So this is the reversal line, and, you know, that's the... So I'm so so this is sort of the reversal line. It definitely has moved above that, but it's weak in that it's moved. It's just sitting right at the 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 um, it's sitting right at the 50-day moving the 50-day moving average, and that's right here. So it does look good, but it's relatively weak. The volume is down. Um, you know, it's had a tremendous run. It's a tremendous company, but I don't. I think there might be some better opportunities here. In the short term, we have a downward trend, so. I probably would not be a buyer at this level, um, Gunter. I probably would not be a buyer at this level with TSM. It's it's a very good company, excellent profits, but there's a cloud over it because of the fact of China being aggressive on uh, potentially reunifying with Taiwan. So that might put a damper on it a little bit. So um, that's kind of an issue that I that I think you have to be a little bit concerned about with TSM. I don't think it's really, I think uh, it was a good, I think it was a better buy, um, you know, a few a few weeks ago. Um, I think kind of where it's at now, it's, uh, it's, it's a little bit more difficult in terms of, uh, you know, in terms, in terms of a, pla a place that you could, you could actually buy it. So that's just sort of my, my take on it. Um, you know, I think you have to be uh, a little bit cognizant of of that with Taiwan Semi, uh, but still a great stock and absolutely you know the kind of thing that you you ought to be looking for in terms of in in terms of a um, you know in, in terms of in terms of something to buy. There we go. <laughs> Moving my camera around a little bit here, kind of a one man band here. Um, all right, so let's take a question from TikTok. Thanks for holding everybody. Uh, let's see. Nvidia will it still go up? Well, let's switch over to the NVIDIA. Of course, as you probably know, I am somewhat of an NVIDIA bull right now. It's going to be, uh, it's coming into, uh, you know, we're coming into the close here. We'll see how it closes. Um, kind of want to take a look at the 10-minute chart here. Uh, it is, looks like it's settling right about um, the 720 range, which would be, it would be, it would be up. Um, I do think that we're going to see some continued strength in NVIDIA coming into the date of record which is june 21st so we're coming up on that and, and basically in seven days everybody that has a share of nvidia uh will get uh four shares and that will it will start trading at, on a split basis um basically uh on the um, the 19th of july so uh but everybody that's of record on the 21st and that's that's coming up very quickly uh, basically, it's coming up uh, basically in a week. Uh, we'll probably see some, um, you know, we'll 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 probably we'll probably see um, some uh, you know, some gain there. I've definitely seen quite a bit of gain so far uh, in the stock. Um, so we'll just see. We'll see how it trades, but uh, it seems to be trading pretty well, and uh, it could probably go higher from here. Uh, that's what I'm, at least what I'm hoping, anyways. Thoughts, Andrew, about CCXI. I think, is this the SPAC? I'm not sure. CCXI, let's see. No, I apologize. This is, uh, okay, so this is a stock that I am not familiar with. Again, I'm not as familiar with a lot of the biotech stocks. Um, 
This one's trading at about 1308. It's a little bit light. Uh, it's gone up quite a bit today. I don't quite understand why, but it's well off its high of 7021, which it made back in um, basically at the end of February. So I don't quite understand why it sold off, but it seems to be making its way back. I wouldn't be a buyer of this probably. Uh, yeah, this just this chart just is not uh, indicative of, of a very good thing. This this really there's some speculation. So I just don't think this this metabolic biotech area is a very very hard area to trade. There's a ton of stocks in here and they're very binary. Either they're making money or they're not. It's kind of like that. Here's an alternative. You might want to consider trading the the ETF the ultra uh, NASDAQ biotech stocks, this is a little bit easier to trade because it takes a basket of the biotech stocks. So you're not, it's not a binary event. You know, if you know, you have one stock, you win another stock, you lose. This one might be of interest to you. It's called BIB. It's, it's essentially in this uh, cup formation. Let's see if I can see if there's an entry point. This of course is an ETF and not a stock and it's definitely above it's uh, reversal line, so it's re this is reversed higher. So if you're interested, in, if Andrew, if you're interested in the biotech area, this might be an alternative for you to trade the BIB. And 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 uh, I would be, sa it's relatively safe to go into this right now because it has reversed higher. So uh, that is looking very good uh, on CCIX. I think that you know it's just you know I probably would not be a buyer of this one just because of the single. Uh, stock risk. I would probably want to have a um, a little bit of a portfolio. So BBIB might make a sense there. Hey, Rio Madrid, great. Thanks for tuning in from beautiful Hamburg, Germany. <laughs> uh, Fastly is going up in the next few weeks. Well, maybe. Can't predict the future, but we can always uh, we can tell from the past sometimes. Um, it looks as if it might have turned the corner. It might have done a reversal. It uh, definitely has moved above the reversal line, so let's, I'll reactivate that just in case it goes below. It definitely has has moved above this reversal line that I've drawn, so that indeed is good. I do want to see a little bit more strength here. I would probably like to see it move at least above 60 before I would think about getting in. Very low, very low relative strength, only a 4 out of 90. Uh, 99. So this is kind of a weak relative strength. It's also trading below the 200-day moving average. I don't typically like to, to buy anything below this because that means that uh, in the last 200 days, uh, money has flown out of this issue and not into this issue. So I like to be where the money is flowing, and that's not the case. By the way, um, for everybody, let's take a look kind of you know at what uh, what sectors are doing the best right now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go over here to the sector map, and, and the reason I, the reason I'm so interested, of course, in sectors, is because this is going to show us where the big money is moving, and then, and really, it's it's the money that moves the stocks, the the big the big money in the funds and and those things. Us small investors, we just we're just kind of along for the ride, really. I mean, we have to be very cognizant of which groups are doing the best. Now, the, the group that I've long been interested in. Uh, at least for the last few months, has been this number two group, the oil and gas uh, E&P group. There's 60 stocks in it. That's one of the things I like as well, is when the group is doing well and there's a lot of there's a lot of issues in it. So I'm going to go over to that to to that that um, index. This is an index, by the way, and take a look. Now it's off a little bit today, but 
there are some significant stocks in this area. Some of the ones you ought to be looking at are Silver Bowl Resources, Dorchester Minerals, Oasis Petroleum, and Danbury. Now, Danbury is very extended, so let's take a look at Oasis to see if there's, if there's any place we can buy Oasis. Because this one might end up being a very good, yeah, just look at that, look at, the, look at that. Just straight up, it's up 47% today, almost 2.3%. This is called Oasis Petroleum. Not necessarily the greatest place to buy it, but this is sort of a cup formation, so we possibly could, could buy this one. So you might want to put this one on your watch list, OAS, Oasis Petroleum, uh, O-A-S-I-S, Petroleum. And that might be the one that you want to take a look at as a place that you could possibly get into it, um, you know, as, as, a, as a good place to, you know, get into, get into it. And uh, that might be, might be good. I think that oil and gas, I think we're going to see much higher, much higher prices on um, gasoline this summer. And it looks as if crude is going to be moving up once again. Boy, I tell you that inflation is just, is just kicking in. Um, I just can't believe it. But uh, Oil and gas is going to be a good place to be. Can you can you please let us know regarding Bitcoin? Okay, well, Bitcoin has been up today. Gold was down a little bit, so you know my thesis on Bitcoin might be completely wrong. But uh, I I just want to take a look at the Bitcoin price. So let's take a look at Bitcoin, and uh, it is up today significantly. So that indeed is a good thing. So. If it could pass pass about the 40,000 range, then I think it might uh, might be going higher. But uh, it that is sort of a ceiling for Bitcoin, is about that $40,000 level. That's right here. That's made it's made a high there on Thursday, May 20th, and so it's almost almost at that level. So it looks like it has it has reversed, and hopefully it's reversing higher. Now hopefully it'll reverse above 40,000 if it does. Then I think um, you know it's very likely to do very well. So it looks like hey, this is very interesting. Okay, Bitcoin soars above forty thousand after Tudor Jones. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, well, Paul Tudor Jones. I mean, he is one of the greatest of, of the all-time investors. So I definitely you know there's something to be said there with Paul Tudor Jones. It looks as if uh, looks as if he, you know if he's interested in it, I am probably interested in it. He is much more of an expert than I am. Well, it seems like we just had a close, so let's kind of see how the let's see how the index is closed. Let's see how we're doing. I kind of want to look at uh, let's see. I want to look at the Nasdaq Composite first to see how it closed. Okay, well we're almost there. Okay, Nasdaq Composite. There we go. All right, so. Let's analyze how the Nasdaq Composite. The reason I'm analyzing these, of course, is that um, we have a situation where we may be going back to the to the to the growth stocks, which would be great. It looks as if the volume was down a little bit. We definitely closed up. We closed up $53. Very very nice at 141.2267. So we're looking pretty good. Uh, that is a that is a good sign. It sounds it seems like. We are moving back into some of the growth issues. I just want to take a look at Google because that has been the leading fang as of as of late. So it's trades under symbol G O O G, yeah, and that is up not not that much, about thirteen dollars, but it's definitely up and not down. So that's looking good. Interesting, very very interesting there. 
So, uh, is it a good time to take a long position shot? I think so, Jeet. Um, you know, that's kind of what I was looking at with the um, with the Nasdaq composite. I mean, the fact that we are moving above that fourteen thousand level—that's and, and it looks like we're moving above it convincingly. So, that indeed is a very good thing. That is a very bullish sign, and I think it might be a good time to you know possibly start piling back in. Here's the thing: I today, just today. I basically went all in today. I just had I'm I'm all in um, the market now, with 100% cash invested in most of my main accounts. I have a f I have a few little pieces of cash left, but I have been essentially, uh, you know, partially or mostly cash since about February. So right now, based on what I'm seeing in the market, it I think I think that we have possibly turned a corner, and we are moving higher. I definitely on, on some of my issues. Uh, they have they have moved higher. I'm going to check Nvidia, uh, just just a second to see kind of how that's doing. Yeah, okay. So it was it it after hours essentially it's it it hasn't really. So it was up about one percent today. So that's pretty looking pretty decent. Um, yeah, we're looking we're looking pretty pretty good. So it is kind of uh, you know getting to be a long market. All right, let's look at Zim. Of course, this is the Israeli national. Uh, shipping company and it has been set doing so well. I do think it. I think it's pulled back a little bit, but it's still very. It's up. It almost at its all-time high. Um, taking a look at this right now, um, it's, it was down a little bit today, about 3.5 percent. But anything above about 42.99 is pretty amazing. It's at 44.88. So I don't know if it's still a good buy. It's starting to base right now. So I, I don't know. I think that you possibly could buy it, but I think the best time is, for, is you know, basically to wait for a base to form and then buy it. That's probably your best bet, um, at, least, it, it, at, least for, at least for right now. So here's what I do for Zim. I would wait for a base to form, then buy it. And what do I mean by base? Uh, basically, what I mean by base is that there's various patterns, such as cup, cup with handle, uh, three-week tight, um, you know, a double bottom that um, that basically constitute a uh, a pattern. Right now, uh, Zim doesn't have that. It doesn't. It doesn't have a. It doesn't have a base pattern. But I think it's going to base here. And what that means is it, it's going to hang out a little bit here, going to form a pattern, and then once it it forms a base, that's a best time to buy it. Right now, if we're buying it at this level, we're probably buying a little bit extended, and that could be that could be uh, dangerous. So I think we probably want to to wait on this one and uh, wait for it to form a um, a base. All right, let's look at TTI. TTI. Let's see what we've got here. Terra Technologies, and this is in the Woodlands. Okay, interesting. Okay, so this is sort of in the oil and gas area. Wow, interesting. This is a relatively inexpensive stock. I mean, it's a $3.92 stock, but it's up 51% today. It's in an interesting area, oil, the oil and gas field services area. So that is good. It, it uh, Its last earnings, though, it was off, but there was some significant buying basically here in June. So this is very interesting. It looks as if something's going on because the relative strength line is going up. So this, so maybe let's look at some news to see kind of, you know, what's going on here. 
okay well this is this is interesting this is sort of i'm mean, looking for the looking for a okay dynamic old school players okay so in golf wells um interesting okay so this is sort of a this is sort of a reworking uh interesting okay so this this company reworks old oil wells in the gulf this is so this is this is sort of interesting let's take a look at kind of the this sector this uh the oil, the oil and gas field services sector so let's go to number 26 out of yeah, there we go. Oil and gas field services. So let's let's kind of look to see what the leaders are in this field. Okay, well, TerraTech, you're right. It's off a little bit though. National. Okay, so here's the thing. Halliburton's off. It's interesting. All the ones here today are sort of off a little bit, but this is definitely the leader. Uh, TTI is definitely the leader in terms of its uh, percents off of all-time high. So. If you want to go into this sector, this is definitely a place, this is a good place to be because this one is a leader and it definitely is nearest to its all-time high. And that's very, very important when you're selecting a stock. So I would say this looks pretty darn good. This looks pretty darn good. All right. So a question from Samuel here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, let's look at HCO. Of course, this is Marine Max. Great stock. I did very well on the, I had a I had a, a option contract on this one. I did close it because it it was um, it had made 80% of its potential. So I like to do the 80/20 rule. It doesn't look like it is reversed higher yet, unfortunately. Let's see if I could zoom in a little bit on this. Yeah, there we go. Um, so let me look at the daily chart on this one. It's still in a downward trend, unfortunately. The buy point on it is 63.99. That's right here, and basically it sort of made its apex right at the end of April, and it's been pulling off ever since. Now I wouldn't be a buyer at this point just because uh, it's in a downward trend. Uh, I would probably wait on this one if you're not already in this one. Now if you already have, are in this one and you have profits, I would consider possibly taking them now because this may pull a little bit lower. Uh, and then bounce off the 200-day line. That's what it's looking like to me. Uh, that, that's kind of what it's looking like to me, Samuel. So right now, it's probably best to take profits, and I wouldn't enter uh, at this level just because of its direction. All right, uh, let's look at O-N-E-W. Thanks, Arun. O-N-E-W. And let's see. Okay, One Water Marine, interesting. Retail stores, yeah. This has been a tremendous area. I mean, you know, boating is just going big, especially here in Texas. I can tell you that. Unfortunately, though, um, O new has not been doing as well. It's been it's been pulling off since it's since it's high. It made its high at uh, 56.77 back in the third week of April. So uh, it's been pulling back a little bit since then. Um, so would I buy this? Probably not. I, I probably would not. It has a its relative strength line is pointed downward. Um, it did. It did have great profits, though. It, it, the profits are up over a thousand percent, and the sales are up seventy-four percent. So, the company itself is doing really well. It's just that the funds are not seem like they're they're not investing here at this moment. So, I would be taking a very cautious approach on this. If you're already in this one, consider possibly taking some profits on this one. But still, I mean, uh, you know, this is a great area, and uh, you know, by no means am I. Um, you know, am I, 
and I guess it's just that it, you know, things have their season, and this unfortunately is in a downward trend. I don't like to buy stocks in a downward trend. I want to look for ones that are in an upward trend. By the way, ones that are on the upward trend that have moved from a downward trend. Thanks, Real Madrid. I took a position in this one, Corsair Gaming. Uh, it's it's basically up a little bit after hours. This one, you know, I don't think this is a short squeeze here, but I do think that there's been a lot of activity on it. It is closed at the very lowest point of its, um, you know, of of its uh, um, of of its candle. Uh, so it did close at the it closed at the low. So I'm going to take a look at the 10 minute chart and see kind of how it traded. Yeah, it, it moved up and then down and then up and then. So hopefully we'll see some. Hopefully it, it gapped up and then, and then and then so forth. So hopefully we'll see some stabilization at about 36. It looks like that's going to happen because after hours it's up 10 cents. So I don't think think we're going to get some stabilization at about 36. Um, I don't know if I I might I don't know if I'm out of this one. I might be that is off to check. I think I'm not. Though. I think I'm still in this one. Um, but interesting play, uh, definitely going to be tough. You can, this is going to be easy to get shaken out of this one. But this is uh, essentially, for Corsair, it's a reversal. And uh, this is the reversal line right here. So, uh, you know, I'm going to settle on and learn on that reversal line. It, you know, it definitely, you know, it, it was, a, this many times happens. It'll come down, then it will form a tight pattern. And then once there's volume... And that's what happened here. Once there's volume, then it will gap up, and that's exactly what happened. So, what happens is there are people that definitely want to buy this uh, this issue, especially funds, but there's not a lot of sellers. So it looks as if the strong hands are in control right now with Corsair. And by the way, uh, that's what forces the price of the stock up. It's not good earnings and all that, though. though that's a helpful. It's basically people that do not want to sell at the low price, and those are called strong hands, and they hold on to it, and they actually force the price up for those who want to get into it. So it looks as if there is some accumulation by the fund. So that's a good sign for Corsair, and uh, very interesting stock. All right, uh, we talked a little bit about Bitcoin. Let's go to the next one. Good uh, long position. All right, we talked about that. Zim. All right, I think I, I think I've covered some of these. Net, okay, CrowdStrike. All right, very interesting stock. Uh, this um, the computer software area has been a very good area, and I think it will continue to be. Fortinet's also in this area that is is is, is good. Significant with cl with with Cloudflare. Finally, we have reversed, and we're at finally at a buy point. So right now, Cloudflare NET is at a buy point. The buy point on it is 9577 9577 so it's 95.64 so it's right below that buy point so here's what i would do this is totally viable by the way right now but what i would do i wouldn't buy it at this particular price what i would do is i would get ready to set a buy stop limit order so let me kind of put that up on the screen i set a buy stop limit order at the buy pro at the uh pivot which on the case of net is 95 I have to look at the 77, and then add 10 cents to that, and that is going to equal 95.87. So the stop price is 95.77, and the limit is 
is 95.87. All right, what, what was I talking about? What does this mean? Why am I talking like this? Well, here, Cloudflare is viable. Here's an interesting way that you can buy it, and I really think this is a great way to buy it because this only lets you buy it on strength. Here's how you do it. You put in a buy, a buy stop limit order. I didn't quite get that right. It's a buy stop limit order with a stop at 95.77. That's the exact buy point. And then the limit order is 10 cents above that, 95.87. So this basically what happens in order to buy it, it has to move above 95, uh, 95.77 has to move above that, and then you'll buy that up to 95.87, but you won't buy it any higher. So that gets you that gets you a fill, hopefully, right at the right moment as the volume is increasing. And I do think uh, NET, Cloudflare, is very good stock, and uh, it definitely has now moved up to a buy point. So it's a good time to be looking at buying Cloudflare. It, it's a finally back, finally. <laughs> Thoughts about a GM? Well, you know, and this is kind of sad. I actually sold GM today, uh, and the reason I did was because it just couldn't—it just couldn't get enough umph. It went up to the buy point, and then it got—and and then it got rejected at the hoop. So I sold it today because it dropped below the 10-day moving average. And I typically like to, when I'm trading stocks, especially swing trading stocks. Anytime they they drop below the 10-day line, that's this little pink line here. I typically will sell them, and why? It's not because I don't like them. It's just because it's just the question of buying them at the right time and when they're ready. What happened was I bought it when it when it came right up to 63.44, which is the buy point, and then it, it consolidated there and then it dropped off. So, unfortunately, at least for right now, um, with General Motors, the there is a resistance at 63.44. So until it comes through that resistance. I, I'm not going to try to buy it again. So with GM, I did. I sold my position in GM. I had bought it just a few days ago, uh, and it looks as if, you know, unfortunately, it's going to have a little bit of resistance there at 63.44. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to move above that. But at least for right now, I'm not in GM. I've 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 exited. All right, VVV. Let's take a look for Jeet. VVV. All right. Let's see. Valvoline. <laughs> I remember Valvoline. Boy, all the old favorites are coming all back. It's amazing. Um, big, big company. Uh, you know, definitely a great one in terms of the oil and gas area. Uh, it's not an actual oil and gas company, but it's a lubricants company. And motor oil, and they, they, they really are good in that area. Um, they had very good earnings, tw up 23, 21% in terms of the sales, up 18% in terms of the profit. So that's very good. Just came through earnings. So that's very good. The relative strength is high at 86. We're starting to see more of the, you know, these these sort of commodity stocks do better. It's in the chemical specialty area. Not particularly a favorite of mine, but, uh, you know, definitely looks pretty good. Here's the thing. I do think this is okay, but I think I would I would... If I was going to look at stocks kind of in this area, I would look at something with a little bit of more exposure to the oil prices. Uh, you, you know, even though they do sell motor oil, that they do have exposure. But what I'm trying to say is that I think the E&P area uh, is better. I think that's a better place to be. One of the stocks that I think that uh, that you might want to look at is Magnolia, uh, and it is uh, 
looking fairly good. The oil and gas for the last three months has been doing extremely well. Um, I have $150 to, <laughs> to put in Robertson. Please tell me what stock to buy. Well, that's going to be a little bit difficult. I, I let me let me revisit that one. 250, you got to really really protect. Um, I've got a question, Jim. XRP. Uh, can anyone uh, be gone rich? Is Ripple XRP is short for, you know, maybe you can become rich with Ripple. I mean, definitely some people probably have, but you know, I think here's a, here's a better plan. One one that I followed for quite a few years. It's done very well for me, uh, and that is basically uh, save about thirty percent of your income, and then start putting it into um, initially start putting it into index funds, and then when you raise enough money there, then start trading individual stocks. So I know that's not very exciting, <laughs> but that's sort of how I, I would play it. Um, okay, let's look at uh, AHT. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, let's see, AHT. And that is Ashford Hospitality Trust. I think that's here in Dallas. I think it is. It's pulled off a little bit. It's about $6. This, of course, is a REIT. Now, REITs are interesting um, because, you know, they do pay a very good dividend. So I'm not, I'm, I'm in no way am I, uh, am I um, um, poo-pooing REITs. But they typically, the stocks necessarily aren't necessarily the best. Let's take a look at this area, this finance REIT area, to see if we could find something that, you know, kind of see how Ashford stacks up with all the ones in it. So it's number 63 out of um, 63. So let's go down here to 63. There we go. That's the REIT, uh, the finance area. This is the entire, and it's doing quite well. It looks like it's at an all-time high. So that's very good. Uh, looks like it's, okay, so Wellflower is probably the one we want, probably, or Broadstone or Global Medical. So let's look at Wellflower to see you know, this is one that probably is better than Ashford, to be honest with you. It's right in a buy zone right now. That's another interesting thing about it. So let's go to the daily chart. Um, it looks as if it's, yeah, it's right in a buy zone at about 80. So that's one I would probably look at. I don't know about Ashford, but I typically still am not as excited about buying anything that has a price below $10. I just don't, that's just not where I want to be. How's Apple looking? Well, Apple, oh, I did uh, sell a call. I sold a 130 call on Apple today. I may have regretted that. <laughs> we will see. Um, okay, no, I'm, I'm right at the money. So actually it's worked out. It's gonna, It looks like it's going to work out for me with that Apple call. Um, by the way, there is a very conservative way that you can play the market. And I do this all the time with stocks that I held long. Uh, one of the stocks that I hold long is Apple. And if you have 100 shares, for each 100 share, you can sell a call. And, um, you know, and basically it's sort of like renting it out. You can sell it for delivery at a later time. And that's what I did today with Apple. I sold a covered call. I sold a 130. Um, I think it's a July. I can't remember what. <laughs> I should remember this. But uh, Apple's looking, finally looks like it's 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 up to the reversal line. Uh, it has not crossed over the reversal line, but I do think that it is very likely with the with the continued strength that we're seeing in um, in, in in the Nasdaq that uh, it looks like it may just have made a reversal, and that would be significant if that is the case. 
then uh, then it's probably going to go up from here. I do have, by the way, for people that are members of the special Discord service, we put out a uh, spread trade on Apple uh, for that, and we we did put we did put that out. If you're interested in finding out more about that that trade, I think you can find it on the paywall for um, for Dallas Trading Floor. So if you go to www.vinny.com slash u, it's important you put that in there, slash Dallas Trading Floor, you should be able to see the um, the uh, um, the the spread trade that we did on Apple. And so you have to scroll down a little bit, but uh, it's definitely there. And by the way, if you want to become a member of the special Discord service, it's super easy to do. Uh, if you're on TikTok, all you have to do is go to my profile, hit the link, and uh, it just you know, just hit that special Discord service button and you'll be taken right there. Um, it is pay service, but uh, definitely well worth it. And uh, a lot of people have made some very good trades on it. And uh, we, we, we were on every day. The, the market is open from the, day, from the time of the market up till this show, which uh, is the end of the market. So it's kind of a bookend that we, we open the day with, uh, with, um, with the Discord room and then we close the day typically with this little show. So... You can ask questions and all that, so that's sort of how how it works. But it's a it's a it's a good little thing. We have we have uh, we know we're growing community, and not just me, but there's other very good traders there that have that have made money and share uh, share as well. So it's kind of a fun thing to uh, fun thing to do. All right. Well, thanks for the question on Apple. All right. Um, all right. So question on JD.com. Of course, this is the large uh, Chinese um, uh, internet site, kind of like, I think it's they call it the Chinese Amazon. Unfortunately, it's still on downward trend, so I'd be really careful about it right now. It just, it just hasn't done very well since about February, since about the first week of February, it started to slide, and, and I tell you, the slide just hasn't continued, it's just continued, so I think I'd be very careful with JD right now. It just isn't a good place to buy it. If you do have profits in it, you, know, you might want to consider... You might want to consider, um, uh, you know, you you might want to, you might want to consider taking some of your profits right now. Oh, hey, what happened to AMC? Okay, well, this is great. Thank you for the question. This is a question coming from Tech Talk, by the way. So let's look at AMC. Well, AMC, you know, has is zooming back up again. It, this, I tell you, this is the craziest stock. I wish I could tell you that I know how to trade this. I don't know how to trade this one. I'll be honest with you, I don't. It's up in after hours, 57.21. That is amazing. Just amazing. Um, this is on the daily chart. So I just kind of want to check out, see what the short interest is. By the way, what I'm doing here is I'm seeing how, what the percentage um, of the shares are being held short. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up my handy-dandy calculator, and hopefully I can change it so you can see it on there. Let's, let's see if I can do that. Let me let me just pull the screen up here so that you can see it as I calculate it. There we go. I think that'll I think that'll help. Yeah, there we go. There we can kind of see it. I'll make my screen a little bit bigger here. There we go. Okay, great. And let's just put up the calculator. We we have to have this calculator here so that we can find out what the number of shares that are held short are. So here we go. The short interest is 0.7 days. That's how much we have available. And then the average float per day, wow, this is incredible, is 153,000,000, 153, 
731,000 and not 900. This is the amount of shares that are traded each day. This is absolutely incredible. Now, the entire float for AMC is 441,300,000. So let's put that in there. So it's still incredible because it is still being shorted by by 24% of all the shares outstanding are short. Anything above about 20 means that hey, it's in play again with the Reddit crowd. So you know what? We might actually be able to make some money here. So let's look at the entry point. Well, going back to the daily chart here, it looks as if if we were to buy it right here. Now, I don't, I'm don't. i not in AMC right now. I'll be honest with you. Uh, it's at 57.12 uh, after hours. It w went all the way up to 57. So something is going on. So tomorrow, this might have a short squeeze. It, it potentially, I don't know if it will, but it might. So if you were to get in at about 57, I don't know if you could, I would immediately set my stop loss at about 56.50. I mean, just almost right on it and see if you can ride it up. Because basically the way I play short squeezes is I will get in to the stock. Oops. I will get into the stock and then almost immediately I'll start pushing my stop loss up. I'll just go up like that. And then eventually if it peaks out and then pulls back, I'm sold out at the top price. Now, here's something you got to remember when you're doing it this way. Remember, you always want to use a market stop loss. And practically the minute you put your order in, you get a fill, you want to make sure that you come in and you know you put that stop loss in, typically like 2% below where you bought it. So if you were to buy, if, 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 for instance, we were to do this tomorrow, and you always want to do this in the open market, you don't want to do this on after hours. So if, if tomorrow, let's say we were to get a fill at 57, we would want to place our stop loss immediately at about 2% below where we bought it. So we would immediately want to put in that stop loss at 55.86 immediately. And then if it moved up, we would want to move that stop loss up with it. So that is ways to play um, uh, AMC. And it looks like it's coming back in. It looks like it's coming back in. So very interesting. Very, very interesting. All right. Thank you, Daniel. Let's look at BBW. And of course, this isn't a BBW, so we all know what BBWs are, which I'm fond of. Um, uh, this is build a bear warehouse, okay? Just just so that we can be, you know, we can we can be good on that. It's it's still looking like it has this 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 flight tight flag action. Now it's it, it it it's traded up again, and it looks like there is a potential of a flag here. Now it has to be one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. So it looks as if it's in this very tight range, and it looks as if it might, you know, come out of the box strong. Let's kind of look and see how the 10-minute chart looks. Yeah, here's the thing about Build-A-Bear. If we want to do a Build-A-Bear, we don't want to get into it initially at the beginning of the day. As you can see, when it comes out of the box, it trades up. So here's the thing. We're, we're too late today to do it. This stock probably is best to buy probably at about 12 in, in, between, in lunchtime, between 12 and 1, as you can see here. That typically is where it makes its low, okay? So this is just kind of some, some strategy here. So if we were to buy Build-A-Bear Warehouse, let's say at about 12.30 tomorrow, then see if it will trade up. And that typically, but it won't trade up usually until the next day, and then sell it 
about 15 or 20 minutes into training, that's going to probably give you a very, very nice little 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 bump there. So that might be that might be um, a way to trade um, a way to trade um, uh, build a bear warehouse because I do think it is moving up. So very interesting, very interesting question, Daniel. Thank you very very much for the question. All right. Uh, okay. Let's see, Apple, we talked about that. Uh, heard 90 airlines setting shop. Wow, interesting. Thanks for coming, Matt. Uh, thoughts on Apple? Okay, PayPal. Oh, yeah, let's look at PayPal. Great question. Thank you very, very much. Let me, uh, let me, let me pull up PayPal. PayPal is a very key stock, and uh, it's one that I have owned several times this year. Um, PYPL, of course, is the symbol. It is a great stock, and it's probably going to get greater, better. I mean, not greater, better. PYPL. There we go, PayPal. Okay, so let's look at the daily on PayPal first. All right, well, PayPal is in this consolidation from about 223.09 on up to about 309. So we're definitely in this consolidation. Now, why is that important? Because in a consolidation, which is going basically from here to here, it sort of bounces around. It goes down and then it comes up. It's kind of like a sine wave. Down, up, down, up. And and right now it's it's up. So if it could pass above this 277, which it hasn't done yet, then it's probably going to head higher up to about 309. Okay? Because that's sort of how it works. It will it will move past. Now we had this local reversal line, and I'm going to reactivate that. And it definitely has moved higher than that. Now the question is it does look like it's probably going to continue higher. So at least from here, from about 279 up to about 309, which is about $25, I do believe that, it, in that it's, it's probably due to move up that much, up to about 309. Now, it's going to get some resistance at 309, and, and that might be an issue. But everything is looking good for PayPal right now. It's got a 75 relative strength. It's above the 200-day line. It's above the 50-day the line, and it's moving higher, uh, p potentially above this, this, this area of resistance at 277. So I think uh, it's probably a good to go. Now let me just look at the checklist to see. This is based on the trend. Well, the checklist is excellent. It's 88%. The only thing it fails on is this relative strength, and that is improving. As you can see, this line is trending up. So I would say that it looks as to me, at least for right now, you're good to go with uh, with with uh, you're definitely good to go with buying um, with 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 buying um, PayPal at this price. So I would say good to go to go uh, with PayPal. I just I, I think I think you are. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, PayPal is is a is a is a great stock. And I think it's only getting better. So uh, this is a very good this is a very good point that you made uh, with PayPal. Excellent, excellent stock. I want to show you one last stock that I have uh, been I increased my position in today. It's a it's a stock you probably have heard of. It's called DocuSign, and I do think that you know even after the even after COVID, this is going to be um, this is going to be a pivotal stock, and the reason is is because. Uh, more and more people are doing things electronically, and DocuSign sort of allows you to do the legal uh, signing of documents uh, that way. And and this is a stock that I have 
I started buying when it reversed above this line. I bought it at the reversal line. Again, this is one of the reasons why I'm so big on these reversals. Drawing this reversal line here, waiting for it to go through it, and then buying it on the way up. Now, I increased my position because it moved above about 250, which is getting to essentially uh, an area of resistance, which is about uh, 262, 263. And then if it moves beyond that, then the next level of resistance is going to be about 275. So these are local resistance here. Um, but it is moving up to the, the consolidation point at 2. Uh, 290. So this is one you might want to look at as well. I don't, I, you know, it could definitely reverse and go lower. There's no question on it. But if you if you manage your stop loss on this one, I think you'll be very very pleased. Uh, this is doc. This is um, Documentum. I mean, Documentum. DocuSign. D O C U. Well, thank you everybody. It's uh, for for watching today. Just in an hour. Just wanted to kind of briefly again show you the things. Uh, of course, we're on YouTube here, but uh, we're also on TikTok. If you want to take a look at the action trade alerts, super easy to do. All you have to do is go to um, all you have to do is to get on the action trade alerts is go to um, sendfox.com/dallastradingfloor. And if you're looking at um, us on TikTok, super easy. Just go to my profile, hit the link. And uh, you could just sign up first and last name. Of course, that's all free. Uh, we do have a paid Discord service. That is sort of where we do our kind of our blow-by-blow -blow trading during the day. I start that uh, basically on the market open. And then, uh, of course, I finish with this show. Uh, that's available, of course, at um, www.vinny.com slash you slash floor for everyone on there. So until tomorrow, uh, happy trading. I hope everyone is doing good. I hope you had a great weekend. And uh, help you have a great week to this week. And everybody on the the um, uh, on on the show today, uh, if you're interested in signing up for the uh, free action trade alerts, again it's sendfox.com/slash/dallas-trading-floor. So I'll see you all tomorrow at 2:30 Central. Happy trading! I hope everybody is going to have a great week. It looks like the market is moving in the right direction, at least for right now. The NASDAQ is getting stronger, and I think we're going to see some very nice action this coming uh, this coming week. So uh, I, I'll see you tomorrow at 2.30. Happy trading.